0: Start the parak today. So now we're talking about how does one make you can with an air of tchum, So we've discussed the personal air of tchum. So how would one be mishtate, right? If you wanted to make one for everybody, you put down a barrel of wine, and you say, iri. This is for everybody in my city. Whoever is going to be going to be Menachem Aval, right? He's going to be Beis HaAval, or beisa Mishta, or he has to go to a kiddish, a party, a wedding. The V'chol shekibah lovim ba'idyaim. Okay, anyone that said, hey, yeah, I'm in, right? I want a part of that. Right? I'm going to that kiddish. So then, kibah lovim ba'idyaim, muter I'm sorry, uh, mutter. So then you're going to be mutter to use the Erev. Okay, you enjoined in the Erev. Mishat however, if you only decided later, right, you see the guy Shabbos morning, we're going to, I'm going to Kiddush. Oh, I want to go too. So then, Aser. You cannot make a Ruve tchumen mishatashach. Like we know, the Ruve tchumen happens um, at the uh, uh, Vayner So, Amar of Yosef, Zakti, gemar, Yosef, Ein ma'arven el dvar mitzvah. You can only make an Erev for dvar mitzvah. Okay, now, it's interesting, Rashi points out that dvar mitzvah over here, so we, you would have thought that let's say let's let's just like, interesting point right let's say you make it for dvar mitzvah but you decide I want to I want to go visit a friend once I already have the Erev, could I also go visit And the rashi says no smachlug rashi says no that el dvar it's not just the Erev. you can only use an Erev tchumen for dvar mitzvah my kamash malon what's what 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 was this huge uh, uh, what was it coming to tell me. The Mishnah says it's straight up. Tanina the Khomeish Abla Besa Mishta. It says whoever's going to base abal, basa Mishta. Mauditena, Urchadimilsa Katani, Kamash Malah. That's telling us what, what nor, why normally one would set up an erev. where would you be going? So Kamash Malah, know that it's Dafka, right? So you might think the Mishnah's l'af Dafka. Now, now um, when it comes to erev tchumen, we see here the Mishnah uh I saw it brought down the Mishnah supposedly uh specifically supe- specifically picked Things that weren't—it's not like a, a mitzvah derabbanan. It's 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 not a din or a din right? So Right, something a mitzvah I have to do. But even like a dvar mitzvah, right? So the base of or something like that, right? So even if it's something you know where it could be, even if you were going to eat a shabbos Suda somewhere, that um, that it, it would work for that as well. It's a, a dvar mitzvah. It's a more the more broadly accepted dvar mitzvah. Anyways, v'chol shkiba, I love me by dayan anyone that accepted that said they want in on this Erev while well, it was Friday, would be joined. Shemas minah in braira right? So the Gemara is trying to say, from the fact that we see that you can't decide, you can't opt in later, right? That's Braira. Brera says, I'll decide later what, what I wanted now, right? What I want now, I will decide later. So D-E-H, Brayrah. So why don't we say, if we say braira then you go on Shabbos morning Kiddush. Oh, yeah. It turns out that yesterday I did want to use this Erev Amravashi No, there's a difference. <laughs> that when we said, right, it doesn't actually mean that you have to decide to use it, but you have to at least, okay, you have to at least know about it. You have to be aware of it and say, Ah, eruv. okay, interesting. I might want to use that. We'll see. Right, so then and then brayra would work, right? That you don't have to decide you want to use it, but you have to be aware of it. Amar Reb Ravasi says, "Katon ben sheish yaitze be erev A six-year-old baby um, can go out with his mother's erev. Okay, We asked the kasha from Bryce, so uh, How could you say that a katon ben uh, ben sheish? Okay. Now, by the way, what we're saying is. That, what does it mean with, with Erev Ima? It means that let's say its mother made an Erev for herself. At least at this point time, we're understanding that the, the, uh, the mother made an Erev for herself. She can go out, uh, the baby can go out until six. right? It's automatic. When a mother makes an Erev, the baby until six years old goes with it. A cotton that right? needs its mother, can go out with his mother's Erev. So we already know where we're going over here. The Bryce is already saying, we don't say six, we say <laughs> Now we'll define it. Right? But If if the katan does not need its mother, it's a Then it may not go out with its mother's air. We had this similar case by Sukkah. It says, a katan that no longer needs its mother is And we discussed it. What is considered a katan that does not need its mother, meaning that it would then be chayiv in sukkah. Right? If it goes to the bathroom and it does not eat his mother to wipe him, so if he can wipe on his own, then, um, then we say that the child is old enough and at that, that point the child needs to, um, needs to go to the sukkah. No, it's a different bar. It's not that far that they can, they can wipe themselves up to go into the bathroom, but rather if the child wakes up and doesn't immediately go, hey, Ma- mommy, right? So now, really, even if they're much older, you could have a 10-year-old that wakes up and says, mommy, right? Ella, Emo, what does it mean? ima, ema. Right? So that the... Um, <coughs> That, I'm, so, I'm sorry, then it means that uh, it, it doesn't wait, the baby doesn't wait for the mother to come take, take it out of its bed, right? So, so, okay, and, okay, but either way, right? So we have a machlikus over here, when it comes to sukkah, what is considered tzarech Now, what is the end The comma? how old is this tzarech li'imoy definition? Kivar arba, kivar chamesh, it's four or five. So we see that's a stira. We just said, how old? Six. Now we see a brace by sukkah, it says four or five. Summer of Yeshua Rav Asi. When was Rav Asi talking about when it said that a ben Shesh is still six, that it follows its mother? That's kigoinci irib a love ofiv No. What we're saying is I understand. You need an rev at four or five, whatever that means. That's Sarah mine. But here we're talking about a different case. Let's say the mother, right? That means at that point it needs its own a. Right, the child after four or five. But let's say the father and the mother were erev olav, so now you have conflicting erev tchumen. So which one are we going to go with? It wants the accompaniment of his mother. So you are right. At four, the child is no longer at the point where they could be included in the parents' era. So let's say this child turned four. Okay, now the father and the mother both made an error in opposite directions. Which one do we follow? The child will always follow its mother until six. We're going to ask Kash on this in a second. Okay, that is a, so, so that, what is it, what is it? ad ben shesh? Ad ben shesh means one, two, three, four, five, and six. Right, ad ben shesh. So we, we see we don't create two separate categories of until four or five, it can go out, it, it, it doesn't need an Erev for the, you don't need an error for the Katan, and then from whatever that age is, call it five, until six, it would follow the mother. No, we see clearly that it's Abed Shesh. It's one, it's one continuous uh, status, right? And therefore, uh, Rabbi Yishua Braid, Rabbi ed is wrong. Rabbi Yishua, Rabbi Yishua, Okay, so, so let's say, right, let's say this is also 2 of ravasi why? Because the Brisa here says ad ben and what did Ravasi say? kat ben So it sounds like one means only until the last day he's five, and one sounds like the entire year six, right? So maybe that should be a stira. No, that doesn't have to be a seer because ad could be ad v'chal. Ad ben sheish means including the six year. So we can answer that. So this b'risa that we just brought, that we shlugged up, right, saying that you can't say there's two different categories when it comes to a child for Erev Tchumen. That until a certain point, it's included in the parents and then after that point, it would just follow the mother where both parents made it. So, right, So so... So I, how are we going to now understand the on that we had on Amal Aleph at the bottom of Amin Aleph where we said four or five? Now I have a b'raisa that says, how old? Ad Six. Six. So which one is it? So the Gemara says, no. It's not a kasha. It depends if the father is in the city or if the father is not in the city. Meaning, if the father is, if the father is a, around, what we're saying is, until four or five, it's a katana tzarech Okay? That means that child's only going to mommy. I don't care if daddy's there, it's only going to mommy. But once the child hits five, then as long as if there's a father there, it will go to the father. Prefers the mother, but it'll go to the father. But, and, when, and when we say that, and when we say ad shesh, right? When we say that until six, that we're saying in a different category. That's where the father's not around. So if the uh, um, if the father's not around, um, right? If the father's not around at all, then we say it's considered a katan tzarechli imay until six because the father's not there. So you know, the point is, the child needs somebody until the age of six. The age of four or five, it only wants the mother. In that in between period, right? It will it will go to the father. It will follow the father. Um, until the age of six, at which point it could be on its own. Tanur We have a brisa. Ma'arev adam al yidei. So now we're talking about who. So we, we discussed. We just discussed a little being ma'arev for a little baby. Tanur abanam. Ma'arev adam al yidei b'noi ubitayakitanim. A person can be ma'arev for his kitanim children. Al yidei avdei b'shivchasayakinanim. For his and Shifchah Kananim, Ladaitam, Ladaitam. Whether they know about it or not, meaning they're under his control, both the katanam and the Kananim, they're under his control. So he can be Ma'arav, and they don't get a, they don't have a choice, right? If he's Ma'arav for them, that Air of Chal doesn't matter. But for an Ever Ivry they are not considered what's called Tachas Yadai. Not for his children who are above the age of Barbas Mitzvah. Right? So again, any person can make an error for somebody else. But here we're saying is what happens if the person, um, right, if you, if you didn't discuss it with the person. So, if they're an evet kanami and a katan, then whatever the master or the father, same guy, does, would, would uh, automatically work for them. But if it's for the other three, evet isha, and g'doylem, b'nai b'tay right? Then we say that, um, well, he does have some shayeches. Um, it does not work unless he lets them know. Tanya idach right again. Now this is again erev tchumen. Erev tchumen is a choiv, right? Which means you can, you can mess somebody up. So therefore, that's why we require a das here according to everybody. Tanya idach. So, one second. So the whole the that we were just discussing before was when was just saying that that the parent has to have das to have that child once they hit a certain age. In mind correct that until that point they automatically follow the Erev of the mother or father, depending on how you uh w- which right if the father's but, in the city or not. So the parent has to have no, no, until that age they automatically until from that age say, until Gedolim, then they have to have they have them not. in mind, okay. but they could do it against Baal Karche. And we'll see, there's going to be a Tanya Idach here, another right, so it's a similar type of vein. Right, so first we said, El right, so it's positive. It sounds like you have to say, uh, do you want it? Yes? Okay, good. Now I could do it for the father, for the mother. Uh d'akhul ye'arev adam <throat> al-yideh bin al Right, so this is a sim- similar thing, right, You can't be ma'arev bin al-yideh bin al-yibita ha'gadaylem ve'al-yideh abdeh b'shu'chasa ha'yevrim It has to be, right, with their knowledge, with their affirmation. Aval ma'arev hu al-yideh abdeh Right? Because he's in control of them. Now, here comes another one. Bikulon Right, so that's pretty much a copy of what we just had. Right? every Isha, you need Das, Ketanim, Every Kanani, you don't need Das. Okay, now, Bikulon Irvu, Rabban. Now, what happens? So that's in a case where one person made an Erev, the, 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 the Baal, right? Baal slash father, husband, whatever, whoever he is to whoever it is. Okay, so the guy made, made the Erev. Now, the question is, did he let them know or not? But what happens if the father slash husband slash master made an Erev, and the other ones also made an Erev? So they have conflicting and The The kulan che'erbu, vi'ireb rabon, rabban. Right, so the guy made an Erev, and they made an Erev for themselves. Yetzin bishal rabban. Okay, they're going to go out with the with the master. Except for the wife, because she can say, no, I don't want it. So now we're immediately going to ask the question. Right, so here we're saying that, originally the first price was discussing what happens if there's only one person making the air. It either works or it doesn't work. Now we're saying if there's conflicting Eruvim. So we know the katzan and the kanani for sure that's not even a question. They don't have their Tachas yadai, so it doesn't matter what they do. So for sure, what the what the master or the father did is gonna win out. Okay? The question is, here it seems to be saying that only Isha doesn't win out. That if an Eved Ivri or Benoit Bita Gedolim make an Arif to the east and the father makes an uh, uh, father slash master makes an Arif to the west, then the father is gonna win out. Except Isha. We said only one exclusion. So Isha Maishna Amar Isha Bahlada Damila. No. Can't can't just mean Isha. It means Isha vaholdadamila. And what we're basically saying here is that if the um, father, right, so the, the, they're all three going to be in one category. Wife, b- b'nai gedalim, and evet Ivri. And all those, okay, all those, um, kid, uh, if, if there's conflicting Aruvim, then we'll say, if for if all three of those, if there's conflicting Aruvim, we're going to follow the individual, not the father slash master slash husband. Now, Amar Mar, so we're just going to ask this uh, conflicting Diyukim here. That the reason when the wife makes an Erev Tchumen and her husband makes an Erev Tchumen for her, we're going to follow the wife because she is capable of being Sounds like the reason why we would follow the wife, right, we'd say that the wife's Erev is a good one, is because she protested. Sounds like if she didn't say anything, that it w- she would go out with her husbands ha my in, so what is medatum right so this goes to the crux of the matter. what is medatum when the first price is said that a woman gedolim and ivri you could only be my for that medatum does not mean that they have to say, yes, I want the Erev, or does it mean you just have to let them know making an Erev, including you, but if they don 't say anything right so then then it wouldn 't count my lobdori in right so it sounds like here that so, it's, it's what we're asking the question is, it sounds like in the second Braisa that the only reason why we're going to follow the wife and not the husband is because the wife said, I don't want yours, I'm, I want my own. She was Maike, she wanted her own. But it sounds like from the Reisha, right, Dumri In, okay, that it sounds like, it's, but the, what's the Diak, that if she's not Maike, if she doesn't say anything, then it would be okay. Now, the first case it said, doesn't mean that she has to say yes. So we say, Loi, my Elami, Daitam de Ishtik. That they're quiet. Okay? So what we say is like this. The first price is saying, You don't actually need them to say, I want in. Right? All, all you have to do is let them know if they're quiet, it's fine. And in the second one, right, where there's conflicting Eruvim, right, then because they're so we're gonna ask on this right now. We're gonna say one second. Okay, even though she's quiet, we're saying she's quiet. So why you just said that Shetika would mean that they're in, that the eruv would work for them, for the Isha, for the Ebedivri and the Gedalim. and here we're saying that uh, here we're saying she doesn't actually have to say anything. So the Gemara answers, I'm in No, you're right. In a normal situation, when she doesn't say anything, it means she's in. But here, in the second case, where there's conflicting Erev, and she went ahead and made an eruv to a different direction. So there's no greater michoi than that. She doesn't actually have to say, "I oh, don't, no, I don't want yours." By making one to the east, when the husband made one to the west, that's her way of showing that she is not interested in the husband's. Okay, but either way, the, the bottom line is like this: that if uh, if a if a master makes one for benay kitanim okay, or evan kanani, whether even if the the and the kanani evan made one on their own, we're going to always follow the master. If the master made one. And he let the, he let the Ebed Ivri, no and they didn't say anything. We say it's a good Erev. Okay? If they made a conflicting Erev, it's like they said, no, I don't want your Erev. And then it wouldn't be a good Erev. Zadak Mishnah. So now we're going to discuss what is the sheer of Mazain Shtei So we know that the amount of food that one has to use for an Erev Tchumen is Mazain Shtei A little bit into numbers here. Um... So we say kamushir Okay, it's the amount of food that one eats during the week. Okay, that mistama uh, people eat more. Um, people, okay, so it's lekula people mistama people eat more on Shabbos. Okay, and therefore. We're gonna say that you need a smaller share, it's more makal. You only need sudas of a al-khol. the Huda He says that no, we're gonna go after the sudas Shabbos. However, both of these sheetas are the haql, meaning like this: that we're having a machlekes here. Remeyer holds that on Chol you eat more because the food is is better on Shabbos, right? It tastes better. And therefore, uh, on Chol, you would eat more, which, which makes sense, okay? Uh, Rabbi Yehuda says that, no, since on Shabbos, you eat more suudos, so each suuda on Shabbos is actually going to have less food. Yes, on Shabbos, you might eat more, but each suuda, and what do you need? You need Muslim sh'tay suudos. I just sent out, so that's all. All right, so... So okay, so so but but either way, it's the hakel. It's the smaller amount. You need less. Just a question of which one, for chol or Shabbos, which suda has less food. Rabbi Yechonim O'Ymer. he says. So what is the amount, okay, of mazan shtei Suda? So he says that mazan shtei two sudas is mikikar that it's a a loaf that cost a punyan, midalad sabesela when you have. Four sa to a cella. okay. So that works out to. I did. A, a, I sent down on the notes. There's a, a little chart over there. If you really want to know, um, it works out to um, a half a kav per punyan. okay. Because there's twenty-four, um, there's twenty-four kav in a sa, and there's forty-eight punyon in a cella. Right. So it's a pretty easy calculation. Um, just sounds more complicated, okay. But again, this is all relative. When a saw cost a Sela, then, right, cost a half, uh, is a half a Kav, per pinion Per punyan. Half a Kav is, each Suda is going to be a quarter, each Suda is going to be a quarter of a Kav. Okay. Per person. Per, well, no. We already said this yesterday. We said, right, yeah, okay. Per person. Although, by um we said that, right, so we came off of the sugya yesterday, where we said that if there's 18, right, Unique Gorgers, or two days ago? Yeah, but that t- was... That was, was my voice. I'm not so sure that it wouldn't apply here, because this is also a case Mishtatfin. It is some sort of Shittuf. It's interesting. I didn't, it, didn't, it didn't hit me. Um, it didn't hit me. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I'm going to look that up. It's an interesting question. I, I would assume that it's the same. I don't, I don't necessarily know that it has to be for, per, per, per person, but I could be wrong. Okay, anyways, yeah. Um, Reb Shemin, okay, so either way, Rabbi Yechem and Breka hold that it's one kikar. What is Mazen Shtey One kikar, which means each suda is a half a kikar. Okay? Reb Shemin Aymer, he says, no. Shtey Yadais kikar, that each Mazen Shtey is not a full kikar, it is two-thirds of a kikar, Mishalosh l'kav, when there are three kikar to a kav. Okay, we're gonna get into this tomorrow. We're gonna to get into all these. Uh, oh no, we'll get into this now. Yeah, we'll get into some uh, some of the math over here. It's not too bad. Now, so that which is just discussing, according to Rev Yechanan, it's Rechnam and Breika. Shte Shtei Sudas is one full loaf of bread. According to Rev Shimon, it's two thirds of one loaf. is two Sudas, right? Each. So according to Rechnam and each Suda is a half a loaf. According to Rev Shimon, each Suda is a third of a loaf. Okay, Chatsia half of a kikar, right, or half of whatever they hold, half of whatever they hold for Mazen Shte Sudas, right, so Mazen Suda Echad would be the same, would be for base HaMenuga, right, that we know there's a din that if somebody walks into a house that is, has they become tame, okay, uh, the clothes that are on them only become tamay when they remain there long enough what's called Kdei Achilas Pras, Pras means half a loaf of bread, Right, it all fits together. Chatzia, half a loaf, half a loaf of bread, pras, k'day pras, okay, that's how long their clothing would become tummy that they would have to be washed, their clothing would be metabo, they would to, to put their clothing in the mikvah, okay? And chatzia, half of that amount, or a quarter of a kikar, would be, lifsalos hageviyah, would be to be metame, the boliyah, so we say that when a person eats, um, uh, let's say, nevelis oiftahar, that it will make the person tameh, okay? Person eats tom- Tumas Eichlin, or it could be any tomas Eichlin, really. Um, so if somebody eats Tumas Eichlin, that shear is half of the base of menoga, right? So what's the din? If you remember we had this in Yilchas Taver and Shabbos, okay? We discuss this that if a person eats, really, the inside of a person shouldn't be able to become tameh, but the chumah were geizer toma on the inside of a person because you might come. To eat something that is Tameh and then eat Truma afterwards and be Matama, that, that thing that you put in your mouth afterwards. So they would geiser Tuma. It's called Tuma's base habaliyah. So we're going to Matama the inside by eating Tameh food. Now, what is the sheer that a person uh, eats and, and would become Tameh? So that is going to be a quarter, right? Chatzhi Chatzhi, a quarter of a loaf. Okay, Zakta Gemara. The common Mazan shtei Now, in the first, in the first, machlekes um, Rabbi Huda, how much is mazon shtei and Rabbi Marav Tarti Rifta Ichraisa. It's two loaves of the uh, the uh, a donkey, the ox drivers, the donkey drivers, right? The people that would uh, lead the animals in the field. Rabbi Tarti Rifta Naperpisa. It's two loaves of Naperpisa. Okay? Amar of Yosef. L'Rav Yosef. Beray de your father, right? Rabba. Kaman Svirale. Who does he hold like? Does he hold like... Right? We have a Machlegis over here. Rameir of Yehuda. When does a person eat less? Do they eat less on Chol or at least on Shabbos? So who does your father hold like? K'ramayir come Kamant Sviraleh. K'ramayir Svirale. Okay? So he said, K'ramayir Sviraleh. Anonami. He says, Ah, I also hold like Rameir. I mean, they like Rameer because it makes sense that we eat more on Shabbos. So, therefore, Rameir holds that what you have to use the more cool the Muslim shleis sudas is for chol. So, to eat, rebuhuda, Yehuda, if you want to go, want to say we're going to go like Rabbi Yehuda, then on Shabbos, the first person says kasha. Okay, that you always have more space to eat better food. There's always room for dessert. Right? so on Shabbos, the food's better, and therefore, yes, I understand that you're going to eat more sudas, but still. On each Suda, you'll be able to eat more. Why? Because the food tastes better. Okay, you could, you could, you, 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 right? I definitely eat more. I don't know about you guys. I definitely eat more per Suda on Shabbos than I do during the week. Even though there's more Sudas. It's a very, like, if you were, think about this if you were, like, an ultra-disciplined person. No, let's, let's say, let's say you ate 2,000 calories a day, every single day. So, b'chol, you have two meals, so you're going to eat 1,000 calories per meal. On Shabbos, you have to have shalash You have three meals, so you're going to eat 667 calories per meal. So, we're saying l'kulha, right? <laughs> but you're like, I don't know anybody in the right mind that does that, right? But, I mean, that's, I think that's just the way to calculate it. It's a very utilitarian society, right? I and mean, that's what we're saying here. Okay, I don't know. It's, I think they bring down, it's not really machlugus and mitzias, but anyways. Okay, so now... We're, we have a machoikis over here, just to keep this, try to, try to keep the math in line for today simple. Tomorrow it's going to get much more complicated, but for today, it's simple. Um, we have a machoikis here, mazon shtei right? Each suda is a half a loaf of bread. Shtei sudois, right? Uh, right? Would be, would be, according to Reb Yechen break, shtei sudois is one um, full loaf of bread. And according to, Rav Shimon, it's two thirds of a loaf of bread. Okay, now, but what did we say? We said that <clears throat> according to uh, Rav Yechanon, we were clear, right? We said, Mishtei, right? What did we say? We said when Sela, when a Sela, when you can get a, um, a Sela, so, a so what's the value? Right, what's the value? It's a half a kav. What's the volume? So we know, according to Avyechanan, would be a half a kav. Right? That's what he said. Which is also one loaf. And according to Rav Shimon, it's two thirds of a loaf. Okay, And a loaf is one third of a kav, which means that it sounds like a huge disparity. It sounds like according to Avyechanan, two sudais equals... Um, is a half a kav, and according to Rav Shimon, two sudas is two-ninths of a kav, right? Because it's two-thirds, it's two-thirds of a, of a kikar, and each kikar is one-third of a kav, okay? So now, um, Tana, the Kregim Durem shavin. so the Tana says, no, they're not that far apart. In fact, the Gemara, me dummy, what are you talking about? The arba sudas ala kava. Right, each suda. Right, we said again, half a kav is mazin Shte sudas, which means each suda is a quarter of a kav. That's one quarter. The Reb Shimon Tasha sudas alakav. Rav Shimon holds two sudas is, is two thirds of a kikar, and each kikar is one third of a kav. So that means one suda is one third of a kikar. One third of a kikar. One third of a kav is one ninth. So Rav Ejnan holds that one suda is a quarter of a kav. And Rav Shemin holds one suda is one-ninth of a kav. Well, that's pretty far away. So the Gemara says, Amarachis t'zemim shlish No, Rav Yechanan, we have to have, uh, have, have chenvini fees. Okay? Meaning that it's going to be a third. So what is a third? Now, when the Gemara says a third, it means a third milabar, right? Or milagav, I forget which one it is. Right? It means the, a third of the total, which means that what was a quarter of a kav really is a sixth of a kav. And then, one-third of a sixth, right, goes to, one-third of the sixth, goes to, or two parts go to the uh, baker, or the chenveni, the storekeeper. And, uh, and the other quarter is you. Okay, so that's why he said a quarter, but a quarter really means a sixth. Okay, we're still far away. It's a quarter, it's one-sixth, and one-ninth. So, it's like the other of chisda. Then it goes half. Okay, so if half, if you said a quarter, right? But you really have to you only get half of that because half of that gets taken by the khamdani, his fees. This guy's more expensive, his margins, he works on larger margins. So his fees half of that. So then it's going to be how much? or So if we said it, it each suda is a quarter of a kaf, and the khamdani takes half, so it's a quarter for you and a quarter, right? And, and you're only getting half of that because half has to go to the khamdani. So it's really you get an eighth. So it's an eighth as a suda, and Rashi holds a ninth as a suda. Okay, the An eighth to a ninth is not that much of a difference. Okay, and that's what we mean. So even though when the Mishnah said that each suda according to Yechonon is a quarter, it really means an eighth because exchange fees are fifty, the, the baking fees, right? The the, the markup for the chenveni, okay, the markup for the storekeeper is going to be half, and therefore it's really an eighth. Now I kashda of So I don't understand. We had two different chistas. One chista said. That the store's markup is going to be a third, and one said it's going to be half. Which one is it? He says that ah, depends. So if you bring the wood, the fuel, it depends who's paying for the fuel, right? I'm going to pay. Right? Think about this practically. So I, I think this is how we understand it. So I bring the material to the to the, to the baker, right? So then it's a quarter of a cob. Now he's going to take. It depends. He says to me, "Look, if you bring the wood, you bring the fuel. Then I'm going to take a third, right? So you would end up with." Uh, you know we turn into a six right that 's how you would get uh, reduced by a third if he 's going to bake the bread and provide the fuel, then he 's going to take fifty percent so ha he gives the wood the wood twigs for fuel he does not give the the wood twigs Okay. why didn 't they just just say this? Because they wanted to drive you crazy. What, what, what did we gain? I don't know. I don't know. They wanted to check your math over here. Okay. Anyway, so in, in, uh, in summary. So we said, how are you, for uh, Tchum? So you put a chavis. And we said it has to be for Dvar Mitzvah, And we said, anybody who is Makabal, what does that mean? Ravashi says, what does that mean, Makabal? You don't actually, because we don't want to weigh into this Breira. It's possible there is Braira. What does it mean? It means you're aware of it, okay, that you're aware that it's there. You could decide. You don't have to decide before Shabbos that you want to use the Sayer, but you have to at least be aware of it. Ravashi said that he caught on Right, that Yojtse ve'er of imai. We tried, and we asked the Kasha Ai, we said, Yojtse that a is dalat or he. So, how do you understand that? So, we tried to answer that there's two different categories of children. There is a little baby that, until a certain age, doesn't require an heir of at all. And after that age, then it's a question if the mother or the father would go out. But we see clearly the Brysa said that it's not true. The Brysa says that ad sheish. So, we see there's only one category of child. So, how do we answer? The uh, kasha, right? Why well, would we say ben Shesh if we say it's dowder or vav? So we say that it depends. If the father's around, okay, then we'll say he's only nechshav tsarech liimay until dowder or he, until 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 uh, or hey until the age of four or five. Then he needs his mother. After four or five, he can go to his father. He's not called tsarech But if the father's not around, then he's going to need to be with his mother until the age of six. And that's what Ravasi was talking about. Okay, we said. Then we, we discussed the different prices, and we came out. We said La and me me daitam. We had a Tanya idach that said, "What happens if this is if there's conflicting eruvim?" So we said that um, that Isha right would not be we would would not go after the master. And We really said it's not Isha, but it's that whole category Isha Avedivri and Gedolim that if they're either if, they, if, they, if you didn't make them aware. Or they are meicha, how are they meicha? Are they making a conflicting error. If that would be one way, then, um, then we would say that they're going to follow their own. They don't go after the father slash husband slash baal. Okay? Uh, but, but in a normal case, if the, fa- the father slash husband slash baal said I'm making an error for you and they were Shaysik, then it would be good. It would, we would have a chalais. Okay, then we discuss what is this year a Muslim suda. this suda. So we first had Reb of Yehuda. A fundamental manchik is when does a person eat more. At which suuda does this person eat more? Suda chol or Suda Shabbos? Okay, I guess it depends on how disciplined you are. Um, right, so what we said, but either way, you're going to go, it's the more cool ashita. Whichever shita you hold like, it's the less amount. Okay, we said, B'shem Rav, that what's maza base? What does it mean, base kikar? So we have these two, either base kikar achraisa or base kikar nahar pepita. Okay, then we got to the Machayas okay. Yeshua, Rabbi Yechanan and Shimon. So again, Rabbi Yechanan Membroika said that its base sudas is one kikar, right, which is a half a kav. Okay, that is the amount of basudas, which means one Suda is a half a Kikar, which is a quarter of a Kav. Rabbi Shimon says Beisudas is two thirds of a ki- Kikar, right, which makes it two ninths of a Kav. So one Suda is one third of a Kikar, which is one ninth of a Kav. Again, a Kikar he holds is one third of a Kav. Okay, so uh, we see here it looks like there's a Machlakis whether uh, each Suda is either a quarter of a kav or a ninth of a kav, comes along the Tana and says, no, it's craven to be the same. And really, according to Rebbe Echel you have to take out 50% fees for the, uh, for the guy baking it, if he's providing the wood as well. And really, it's one-eighth of a kav. So Muzan Suda achas is one-eighth of a kav. And Rav Shimon says it's one-ninth of a kav. And they're actually pretty close.